0: Welcome to our SFN Live podcast, where we discuss all things relevant to Shaw Flooring Network members. Hello, Shaw Flooring Network. This is Danny Brock. I'm joined today by Steve Kellogg. Steve was featured on our last podcast, and if you want to hear more about his story, I highly recommend tuning into the story of how he went from selling promotional goods out of the truck. actually running 22 stores and a whole operation. It's quite the story, and I I know you guys will enjoy that. But for today, we want to focus in on one of the innovations that Steve has brought forward. Steve had had a problem in his business, and he solved it. And we actually think that what he's done can help all retailers. So we're going to talk a little bit about that innovation today. So, Steve, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you, Danny. I appreciate the offer.
0: Okay, so let's talk about this. The innovation that we're talking about, Talking about it's called the samples app Danny and I got to hear about this when we and Harry went out and visited Steve's operation and he shared with us the logic and the demo of this actual technology and we were blown away because it solves so many things even for the manufacturer it solves it for you guys the retailers it just solves a lot of a lot of things so Steve tell us a little bit about the innovation the samples app and the problem that you wanted to address with
1: it we I mean, every flooring retailer deals with this issue. You know, we have hundreds, thousands of samples in the stores. Uh, In our particular case, we do a lot of private labeling. So we have a lot of samples that we build ourselves that have a real cost to us. So we had an issue, you know, a customer would come into a store and they would find a product they were interested in. They want to check the sample out. The normal system and probably just about every store in the country is to have a little book write down the name and phone number and what the sample that was going out.
0: I've seen those books out there. They are out there.
1: Everybody's got them. So for us, our system was actually, at some point, we decided we got to start charging for these because they're not coming back. So we would take a little slip of paper. We'd write all the information on the slip of paper. And then we would put that $20 bill with the slip of paper in the cash box under the cash. And then when the consumer came back, we would take the $20 bill off and throw away the piece of paper and and inevitably, what would happen is, you know, those samples wouldn't come back, and then the cash box would end up with two or three hundred dollars of twenty-dollar bills with a little piece of paper attached to them. And pretty soon, the store was just sort of having lunch on the sample money, <laughs> <laughs> and and then the sample nobody ever knew that sample was gone because they threw away the little pa- piece of paper. And I don't know if it was that bad, but I mean, at the end of the day, we knew we weren't getting samples back, and you know, our system isn't great. When I was a sales rep for queen carpet it was nearly impossible to go in and plan every product you had in a store so pretty soon you know you have a display a cortex display and uh, there's supposed to be 60 products and there's 40 products and the 20 that are missing are the number one colors so pretty soon that square footage that showroom square footage is taken up by displays that don't have the products that you need to be able to sell so, for me, it was I just need to get these samples back. Give me a way of like sending the sample out the door and then getting it back. So, I worked with Carol Cross. I kind of I spoke to Carol about it at surfaces maybe five years ago, and
0: stop for a second. Let's tell him who who Carol is.
1: Carol is one of the most wonderful people in the world. So she runs uh, mobile marketing. She provides the velocity sites for, the SFN dealers. Yes. She is about as innovative as anybody I've ever met. And I have never met anybody that works harder.
0: She's great.
1: She's great she's I've worked on other projects with her and so I knew when I you know I had gone down a road trying to come up with something and I knew if I wanted to finish it I need to call Carol so, so I had the conversation with Carol and she had something that she was kind of trying to develop that was similar so we had a conversation and she started working with her developers and we came up with a basic app that you know we would a customer comes in we would take a picture of the front and the back of the sample put in all the customer information and then the system, would send you know as soon as a customer left they'd get a text message thank you for checking out the sample your samples due back on Tuesday and then the next day would say thank you for checking out the sample hope everything's going okay you need anything give us a call at this number and so we found that because the customer was being reminded that that sample had value they were returning samples A lot of times when you hand a customer a sample, the assumption is if you're willing to give this to me, and in a lot of cases, Danny, you know that the sales reps are supposed to write it down, but they don't write it down. Right. So the sample, the customer doesn't see any value in that sample, but for Shaw and Steve Kellogg, that sample has a lot of value. So by reminding them of the value, the sample was coming back, even without charging. You know, at at this point, we weren't even charging a deposit for the sample. It was all just, you know, let's send the sample out the door with something. Mm So we did that for a little while, started to realize that there was a lot more opportunity with this communication channel we had just opened up with customers. We started talking about, okay, now we've checked out a sample to a customer. Salespeople, sometimes they're busy in our stores. You know, we don't have big staffs in our stores, so they're responsible for just about everything in the building. So maybe they don't. They check the sample out, but they're not great at follow up. So we started using the automated messaging as a way of communicating with that customer directly from the salesperson. So the consumer felt like that salesperson was reaching out to them to ask if they, they had any other questions. Did they want to schedule a measure?
0: But they felt responsible. They felt like somebody was yes. was taking responsibility. And if I don't reply or I don't go back in, I'm letting somebody down. That's very smart.
1: Right. And, and we gave them an opportunity to apply for financing at that point. Ah. So now they have a sample and they also know that they have a $9,000 credit line, which was important.
0: So did they do that online, like through the app? They apply yeah. for financing on the yep. app?
1: Yep. So, so, you know, in the SFN program, I mean, we use the uh, Wells Fargo program. Yep. And I mean, we're you know, a business our size, we've gone out and shopped rates and what's offered through the SFN program is as good as anything out there. And it's, you know, branded with Wells Fargo and cross-branded with Shaw and then your own local store. So so it's what we use. And so we have a link uh, we can embed in those text messages and emails that allows the consumer to, you know, go on, go through the application process. I actually did it the other day just to make sure it worked and I got a, a Wells Fargo Credit line.
0: Well, that's wonderful news. Are you ready to make a purchase? I'm ready to to buy. Yeah,
1: I'm ready to buy.
0: (laughs) I can show you a few things. Uh, I'm sure
1: you can, I'm sure you can. (laughs) So at this point now we're just using, we call it picture picture, right? We're just taking a photograph of the sample. So we don't really know what that sample is. It's more just, uh, we know you have a sample. So then we thought, well, it would be really nice if we could identify the exact skew that that customer wants or is looking at, that they're checking out. Because if we know the skew, you know this business, Danny. I mean, Shaw comes out with lots of products. You know, we don't only sell Shaw. So we have salespeople that are inundated every day by sales reps who are trying to give them PKs. And in a lot of cases that aren't giving them PKs at all. Right. <laughs> and so there's... Got any
0: questions about...
1: There you go. So, so there's, there's product information in that... And the industry is evolving so quick, you know, with all the vinyl products and there's a lot of product information that just doesn't get to the retail sales level. The RSA just in a lot of cases, you know, product has a lot of features and benefits, but it's difficult for the RSA to convey it because they don't they haven't been trained on it. The thought was that if we know the SKU and we've communicated with the supplier, we can provide accurate features and benefits information to the end user. I mean, it's bypassing the RSA a little bit because it, it's an automated message, but it's a way of getting, it's a way for Shaw to tell the story about Cortec Premium or, right. you know, pet carpet products, pet protect carpet products. So. Pet
0: Perfect. Has has your salespeople pushed back on that at all? Or are they are they no, good I mean,
1: with it? In the beginning, there was a little bit of, they were a little bit concerned, but because all of it is coming to them, sort of, from them, right? Everything's being sent to the consumer from the sales rep. So it's just, it allows the sales rep a little more time because they're not having to sit down and do those communications on their own.
0: Oh yeah, It
1: allows the vendor to get accurate information. And at the end of the day, I mean, when a consumer comes into our stores, in a lot of cases, they know more about that product they want to buy than the sales rep does. They know more about it than I do. Right. Um, They've They've done all the research. Yeah,
0: they have. They're out there checking it out, making sure they're making the right decision for their house because it's a lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money.
0: It's never a little bit of money. It's a lot of money. No, and
1: I mean, you know, when you get into premium products, I'm thinking AT and, you know, some of those wood products, right? There's for a consumer, that could be the second largest purchase they ever make for their home. And then you add on the labor. Yep and the time it takes and, and so they are students of what they are buying and so when you're giving if you give them bad information or incorrect information they generally know and then they lose they lose trust right that was a a big discovery that you know we can if we identify the skew now we can start giving that consumer skew specific information then we said well you know if you have a cortex rack We got 60 samples in a Cortec rack out here in California. We have an incredible rep territory manager, Dave Brown. I mean, the guy is about as good as it gets.
0: Oh, that's sweet of you to say that. You didn't have to say that. That was very nice. I
1: mean, he is just a wonderful, wonderful person. So he comes into one of our stores and if there's 60 samples in the rack and there are 15 missing, he is going to order 15 samples. He does not know whether those 15 are missing, he doesn't know if they've been checked out. He knows they're not in the display and that that display needs it needs to be full. So, you know, Dave will place the order for the samples. Out of those 15 samples, maybe 3 of them were checked out, were actually missing, and the other 12 were checked out with customers, right? Now Dave has ordered 15 samples. We needed 3 of them, but there's now 12 duplicates. So we're, we're sitting in the store and we have 12 duplicates. And Danny, do you know anybody in the in the display department that makes spaces in those displays for extra samples? Uh, no. No, they don't make a space for extra samples. So you know where those samples go?
0: Exactly. And so that's our problem too. I mean, what you're talking about solves our problem because we're spending extra cash on things that are not needed.
1: That are not needed. And it's time for the sales rep figuring out what do I do with them? The store's got all these boxes of samples sitting around. Obviously, you know, Shaw or the retailer or a combination of the two.
0: Are paying for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a real issue. And so we looked and said, OK, wait a second. If we know what's being checked out and we can provide the territory manager a with a way of auditing that rack. And in real time, seeing that these three samples are checked out and they're coming back on Tuesday. This one was supposed to have been back last week. And these two have been reordered and they're shipping out from Shaw's uh, sample provider. So, you know, now we have real real time insight into where those samples are. And Dave can make good business decisions on what he's going to reorder.
0: So can they say that today? Like, or is that innovation that's coming?
1: No, no, it's there. the The auditing process is there. So the the difficult part, Denny, is when we check out samples, we're technically checking out a sample skew, and because the actual sample is not the plank, right? So we think of it in terms of the product, but it's 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 really a sample, and that sample shot. You know, vendors know that sample has its own skew. We're at the point right now where we're working through. Sample SKU versus product skew, which we'll have done fairly quickly. But even right now, if it's a one-to-one where the product and the sample are the same, the the system works perfect. It's only when you get into where a sample has multiple SKUs on it. Maybe it's a good, better, best, or it shows two or three. That's the part that we're working through right now. But, you know, Carol's diligent. 2.30 in the morning last night, I'm getting (laughs) text messages from her. I love that. Yeah, she works hard.
0: She does work hard. And this is a big one. Yeah. This is, this solves so many things for retailers. It solves things for manufacturers. I wish I knew the total cost of all the samples that have been tossed, you know, like all the ones that have got away from us, you know, that's one thing. But the ones who, where we just ordered too many because we didn't know which ones to order, like that's a big number. It has to be a big number.
1: It's, it's a big, big number, you know, and, and, and not knowing, it's hard to know which account has which displays, right? You rely on the territory manager's information, but you don't really know that this display in this format, I mean, a lot of customers will take the display and take all the samples out and put them in a waterfall rack, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Just having the information on uh, the real time information on which samples, which displays are in the field, huge financial impact. And we sort of talked about it when you were out here, but every time, you know, when you introduce a new product, I mean, everybody in the design department, we all think we pick winners. Uh But at the end of the day, I don't even know if we know what people want to buy sometimes. You know, the things you don't think are going to sell, sell. And the things you think are going to sell, don't sell. But we, you don't get that information. Shaw doesn't get that information until the, the buying cycle happens. Well, there's a whole period before that where consumers checking out samples. They're taking samples home. And, you know, it, that might be a month, six weeks. Then they go in, they place the order with the dealer. Now maybe the dealer puts it on hold, but he doesn't actually place the order because the install is not going to happen for another month. Then he finally puts it on hold, the product ships. Now you have a sale. Well, all of the supply chain planning that Shaw does is based on that sale. What are we selling? And so that information is six to eight weeks into the buying cycle. But if you knew which samples were being checked out from the very beginning, you could start that supply chain planning Much earlier.
0: Oh yes.
1: And I and I think we could save a lot of heartaches with you know out of stock situations. But it's something, Danny. This isn't this isn't just a Shaw issue, right? This is an issue across all brands and
0: all manufacturers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: everybody struggles with it. So it it has to be a solution that retailers use. So you know we have a program itself, just sample in, sample out, no cost for it. Because I want everybody to use it. I want them to see what we see in our stores. You know the value of knowing where the sample's at, getting that communication started with the consumer. You know, to me, it's the most basic part of business.
0: It is the most basic part of business, and it the data itself is worth something. I think you're solving a lot of things for a lot of people. I wonder, for Shaw, you're solving for us what they've narrowed to. So by giving us the information or sharing with us the information of what was checked out, this consumer was on the fence between the color wall and Pet Perfect. They ultimately chose Pet Perfect. That's data that's data that we can work with. We know it's down to these two. It's not down to, you know, all these other things. Or are they taking home a Mohawk sample and a Shaw sample and making the decision from there? I don't know, but that's still data. So for from a marketing perspective, I get really excited about this because of the messaging that goes out, because of the data that's returned. Plus, if we know somebody's checked out a sample and then it turned into a sale, now all of a sudden. What kind of marketing did we do in between and even before that? And what's the return on that? Because we know what kind of sale we got on the backside. So all that to ask, all that to ask from a retailer standpoint, because our audience today obviously is all the the retailers that are part of the group, part of SFN. What kind of data will they see? Is there a dashboard? Is there like how how will they see what's checked out?
1: There's a full dashboard that shows all the samples that have been checked out, samples that are currently out, samples that have been returned. There are toggle switches so that if you want to charge for samples, you can charge for samples. There are lots of different options in the setup to sort of customize it. If if you offer free in-home estimates, there's a toggle that, you know, you can when you send out the, the automated messages, you can have them do an online scheduler and we provide a little online scheduler that they can pick the times and and dates that work best for them. If you offer the financing, like we talked about earlier, you can pre-qualify them for the financing,
0: and have, having a dashboard there where you know, like, how many people applied for financing, how many were yep. approved, How exactly. many? What's yep. the dollar amount that's out there? Yes, like all of that is is such rich data that we don't normally have the capacity to see. We don't get to see.
1: We're working now as a request from a, another vendor that's in a not in a competitive category to provide more demographic data. We're trying to incorporate when we take the address, you know, the value of the home so that we can start determining some some different demographic stuff that they've asked for. So you're right. I mean, there's just a ton of marketing material that's there, a ton of research and data. You know, we we didn't really talk about it, but the ability for Shaw or, you know, to craft the message, because if you're going to sell AT, you have to tell the story of AT. And it's one of the things I'm always really impressed with, you know, when I go to the AT booth in any of the events, they'll tell the story of how that product, what was the innovation, what was the the inspiration behind that product and that color? And that's the stuff that if you can convey that to an end user and they buy in, they don't care about anything else because they believe the story now. Which is huge. You know, you think of it as just a sample in, sample out, but really it's, it's, it's connecting to the, the consumer, to that product that they have.
0: So big so big. So if we have a retailer out there today who wants to download the app, what should they do? Can they download? Do they have to register?
1: Yeah, they download directly from the samplesapp.com. Team will reach out to them and we'll offer full setup of their team, product setup, display setup. As we add more vendors to the program, it'll be a little more automated. Yeah, there's a whole team behind it that is ready to set people up right now. What we need is we need users. We need people believing when retailers believe in it, you know, I think we have two or 300 retailers using the program, about 1500 users right now. When people believe in it, they believe in it and they use it all the time. It becomes a standard in their business. This is, it's a standard operating procedure for them. This is how we check out samples.
0: I think that's so big. And So let me ask you this. We talked a little bit about cost and like right now it's free for a retailer to sign up or is there a subscription fee? Is the subscription fee around the marketing that goes on in the backside? Like what's the, how much does it cost for a retailer to get started?
1: For a retailer, there is no cost. Okay, good. You know, as we add features and benefits, obviously at some point you have to have, there's been a ton of development that's been done. We believe that development costs and the recoup is going to come from folks like you yes. <laughs> because the savings for the vendors is enormous. It is. And the data that they get back. But for a retailer, you know, Carol and I had this discussion very early on. And my opinion was that mass adoption is what you want. You just, if people use it, they want to keep using. And so there was, to me, there was no value in charging the retailer. I thought it was just a great service. And then eventually the vendors, you know, everything in the flooring business moves at a different pace. So a little slow. So eventually the vendors start to see the value and and as we develop the program more and we solve some of those uh, sample versus product skew, yeah. the vendors will get on board and they'll understand the value. And then when we start really refining those marketing messages, and it's one of the things Shaw's incredible at, right? I mean, production teams that put together best marketing in the business. And so when you can take that marketing message, and get it directly to a consumer, there's going to be value to Shaw paying for that
0: huge value to show
1: yeah Thus retailers get the benefit of that so
0: yes there's huge value in it for us because of not only the communication directly with the consumer which is all about our brand so we're like It looks like it's coming from you, but it's really us telling the story of AT or the story of Pet Perfect. I mean, it's such a great opportunity for us. But more than that, it's all that data going back and forth. What was checked out? What became a purchase? What samples are missing? What are most checked out across the country? Is it regional or is it everybody's checking out grandiose? I'm just... I'm just pulling one out of the hat there, but what is it? You know, I don't I don't know. So I think there's a lot of value.
1: Yeah, and Danny, the beauty of that message that's going to the consumer is co-branded. Right. This isn't Shaw talking to them. It's Shaw through Staff Carpets or through McCool's. Right. It's not competitive information from the retailer.
0: To me, I I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to do it because it's so easy. I've seen it myself. You know, when you did the demo for us, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. Even when it was picture to picture. Like you just took a picture of a sample. It was so easy to track and the option to, you know, if you don't bring it back in 3 days, we're going to charge your car. Right. Plus you got all the consumer's information in the meantime yes. and it's all in a database. It's it's pretty it's pretty slick. Pretty good.
1: I appreciate that.
0: It is. So, well Steve, thank you so much for being a guest on, on our podcast today. Do you have anything else you want to share with the retailers? I know we got to download it on on Apple or Android, right? It's available on both.
1: Apple or Android. The dashboard is you, you can use that on your PC, on your desktop samplesapp.com.
0: Thank you again, Steve, for being here today. If you guys have any questions about samples app, you want to know how to download or where to download, you have any questions about how to use it, please reach out. Reach out to askSFN at shawinc.com and we'll be happy to guide you to the right expert. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of SFN Live Podcast. We'll see you next week.